welcome back to Too Smart For This. It's your host, Alexis Barber. Back with another solo episode. We're doing a bunch of solo episodes to round out the year. It is a time in my life and maybe in your life when you're doing a lot of reflection. And when I was doing some reflection and thinking about what I wanted to talk about for the last few weeks of the year, I was realizing that I really had a pretty transformative year. And I think it's honestly safe to say that I had a pretty major glow up this year. Um, transform Transformation is probably the word that I would use, but I decided that since everyone talks about how to glow up, how to do this, whatever, whatever, I don't think while I was experiencing all of these changes that I was thinking of it as, oh, I'm glowing up. Now, now that I've experienced so much change and I've come out on the other side happier, I think that I've gotten to a place now where I'm like, seeing big changes that are happening in my life and now i'm able to expect that they're going to be great but that wasn't always the case so i want to give you some tools that have really helped me in my glow up process so these are going to be things like mindset shifts or even tangible things that have really helped change the game for me as i've gone through this pretty transformative year so if you met me or if you started listening to the podcast maybe a year ago i had come out with an episode about how i was diagnosed with clinical depression I was really burnt out at my job. I was working at Google. I was also um, doing content creation as well as the Rogue business had just launched. So I was really stressed out. Um, I was learning so much about myself and about work, going through a lot because I had just lost my grandmother. So things were really tough for me about a year ago. And today I am so much healthier physically because I got my birth control removed, went back to my normal weight, started taking care of my health a lot more seriously. I am no longer in a relationship, so I'm single and I'm navigating what it's like to be a single 24 year old for the first time ever because I've been in relationships since I was 17. And I am obviously in business school, learning so much every single day, growing so much every single day. So things have been really, really transformative. Um, and I just want to share with you, like, as all these big things were happening, how I got through it and how I took care of myself and the little, th the things big and small that really helped me on this journey. Now, before we get started, as you know, this episode is coming out, I believe, on Thanksgiving. So I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And I hope that you are feeling so much gratitude, as much gratitude as I feel for you, because I just like, I'm in shock at how, mon how many of you love the podcast these days. I mean... I feel so honored to have like built this community of women who's so dedicated to being honest with themselves and to growing. So I'm really grateful for you all. And I wanna let you know that Two Collective is having a Black Friday sale. So we have 25% off all of our robes. If you're watching, you can see this cozy robe and our classic robe are both 25% off for Black Friday. From Friday, Black Friday until Monday, which is Cyber Monday. So from Friday to Monday, they are 25% off. But if you are a email or a text subscriber, you can get that early and that will be um, as of Wednesday, so yesterday and today. So make sure you shop to collect it with the code 25% with the code down below and you will be able to get your robe at a discount. And I hope you get it because honestly guys, it's so perfect and I literally live in it for the holiday season. Um, so many of you all have written me saying that you got it as gifts for the people in your life and they love it. So listen, one girl, the two smart for these girls, no, let me tell you that. Okay. So now I'm gonna get into the 10 tools that I use to grow over the last year. 
Oh, also we're sitting here with a glass of wine today because I can't even. Like, I'm recording this the day, the day before I go to Colombia for Thanksgiving, and it, I have so much to do today, but I'm just so excited to record this because I've been doing so much self-reflection. I've told you guys that I um, do so much self-reflection around this time because my birthday is in early December, and then it's Christmas, and it's the new year, and so it's like really a time where I'm like, whoa, what just happened over the last few like months? Like Life is so crazy, and I'm so blessed, and it's so wild. Okay. So the first thing that as the first tool that's really helped me on my journey of glowing up has been dreaming. Now, this is something that a lot of us like you might say, like, oh, I dream a lot or oh, I'm always daydreaming or oh, I'm always like thinking about the future. But sometimes your dreams are way more limited than you allow yourself to recognize. So, for example, you are dreaming within the constraints of the current job that you're in. But what if you asked yourself, if I had my dream job, what would that actually look like? So for me personally, I remember at the beginning of the year, it was like March, and I was recognizing that I wasn't really happy with what was going on in my life. I had just gotten off my birth control or whatever, and I had had that realization like, oh, I can make changes with my health. And I was like, well, what other things can I make changes with? And there was this random beautiful day in March where uh, it was nice outside and I went to Prospect Park and I put on meditation music and I just walked for like four hours and allowed myself to dream about what my perfect life would look like with absolutely no constraints. And every time I came up against a constraint, I was like, okay, well, what if that didn't exist? Or what if it was a different way? And that opened up my mindset for so much more growth than I could have anticipated and allowed me to go back to that place of what if, what if all the time throughout the rest of the year. So I had many more like dreaming days like that throughout the year because I knew that I could do it that very first time. And I don't, and I think I was reading a book, um, I think I was reading like Conscious Luck or something at that time. I don't know what I was reading at that time, but it was really helpful for me because it felt very transformative and like I could really do anything. And I was honest with myself. I think that's the difference here is a lot of times we want to dream about the future, but we're not honest with ourselves about what we actually want. And I see this a lot with women, for example, who like you dream about becoming a VP at your company. But in reality, do you want to be doing the work of a VP at your company? Do you want to be working 80 hours a week and have no time for your family or friends like you have to think about the realities of what you think you're asking for and put yourself in those shoes and then be okay if maybe that's not actually what you want and so that dream day really opened a lot up for me and now I continually give myself time and space to just like visualize and dream on walks and a great resource for doing this is the superhuman app walking meditation um, the Your Potential is Infinite walking meditation. It's 30 minutes. I put that on. It's just like giving you prompts of, of like, what if you could think a little bit differently here, you know? So first up, dreaming and being honest with yourself about what you actually want. Okay, the next one, the next, we'll start with the mindset ones and then we'll go into the tangible ones. The next mindset shift was recognizing that it's always gonna be okay. This is super annoying because when you're in the moment of, I experienced this last week in a dating situation actually, where I was really anxious about this one guy and it was debilitating almost. And I was really uncomfortable and physically frustrated. And I sort of was in the moment, I had to keep telling myself, like, first of all, 
everything always ends up okay in these situations. Second of all, you don't even know if you like want this. You like you don't have to be attached to the outcome of this situation. And by allowing someone to dictate your emotions and dictate how you feel, you're giving away your power. And you have to recognize that everything on this planet happens for your highest good. And I had to continually remind myself of that while I was experiencing this anxiety. And of course, that was true at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Because it always is. And so for me, over the course of this last year, when things have been so hectic and transformative and wild and switching up on me every day, I have continually returned to the phrase, everything is happening for my highest good and the universe makes no mistakes. And everything happens for a reason. And that's why it's so easy for me to roll with the punches these days because I feel like even when something really wild and painful happens, I can let it go. And I can recognize that it's for a reason that I may not be able to see right now, but I know is going to benefit me long term. So for example, I just had a crazy switch up with my management company um, where I decided to leave. I By the time this goes live, I won't be, I won't have left yet. So I don't know if I should necessarily talk about it, but I felt like there was a moral issue in the company and that I and I, I have to I, I still have a contract that I have to abide by until the end of the year so I'll just but I'll just say that I felt there was a moral issue in the company and even though it's very hard for me to let go of something that has been so supportive of me for so many years even in the moment when I was crying and frustrated that like I had to let go of the support system and I'm gonna have to go into and find something brand new out of nowhere I know that it's for my highest good, you know? I know that God is making no mistakes, that I will be somewhere that I need to be in time and there's no reason for me to stress about it. So every day, if you can put it on your phone background, put it in post-its or whatever, if you can train yourself to whenever you are facing a frustration or adversity to know that everything works out and it's always for your highest good, then you will be so much happier and you'll be able to deal with setbacks a lot more easily. The next mindset shift is that discomfort is the only way to be excited and happy, okay? So discomfort is so important for our personal growth. You are not going anywhere if you are not growing. And I felt like once I quit my job and was working for myself in the earlier part of the year, I wasn't experiencing a lot of discomfort, I wasn't experiencing a lot of growth and challenges. And honestly, I feel like that's why I wasn't happy at that point in my life. And so it's super important to be putting yourself in situations that are uncomfortable for you, stretch experiences. And the biggest version of that for me has obviously been coming to Wharton. And although Wharton has been challenging in many ways and stressful and can be really overwhelming in terms of like time management, I am so grateful every single day that I'm here because the amount that I am learning, the amount that I'm being exposed to is so massive and it just helps me feel so alive and feel so incredibly stretched that I just love it so much. So I would say that if you are feeling a sense of like stagnancy right now, you've got to switch it up in some way, shape or form. That could be taking a new route to work, that could be trying new workout classes or building a new hobby, or it could be something drastic like moving to a new city. When we are not learning, we are not growing, and we are not living. So you need to find something that's gonna take you to that next level, however that's gonna be, and that often means you've gotta switch things up. The next mindset shift for me has been prioritization. And I've told y'all about this before, how important prioritization is, but every single day I check in with myself and my priorities. For example, this past week, 
I wanted my priority to be my health, but in reality, school and packing for Columbia <laughs> and getting my content done became my priorities. And if I want to make health a priority in the next week, it's going to mean that I have to not prioritize socializing. And so checking in with myself on my priorities every day, every week has been really helpful for me in realizing who I am. Because when we, who we are is what we prioritize, you know what I mean? And that's something that really has helped with my identity shift because if you're someone who does prioritize health, then how many times did you actually go to the gym this month? Or how many times did you order out instead of eating the food in your fridge this month, you know? And I think having that constant reminder of like, wait, these are my priorities and this is how I'm gonna act today is way more helpful than just like taking what comes every single day. It's like being more intentional. At the beginning of the year, I told you guys that my word for the year was gonna be intentionality. And I think I've mostly like really done a good job of that. And I think it's because I've checked in with myself about my the realities of my priorities so much this year. All right, we're gonna move into the tactical things here. The first is the way that I run my digital life now. So on my phone, I no longer have any news alerts. And as a poli-sci major and someone who is very caring about the political climate and about people, this was hard for me, but it really takes me out of my element and takes me out of my homeostasis, I should say, when I'm constantly getting news alerts or notifications about things that are not relevant to my life. So for example, I've turned up all Instagram and TikTok notifications on my phone. I've turned up all news notifications. The only thing I have going to my phone notifications are emails and text messages, and that's for basic communication purposes. I have a two hour limit on my screen time. I always go over, but at least I'm trying not to. I keep my phone in my bathroom while I sleep so that I don't have it near me and I have to get up and actually turn off the alarm in the morning. I have my phone set to where it goes on do not disturb really often so that I don't have to deal with things and I have set days where I answer DMs and messages like that. I have vacation responder on on my um, inquiries emails so that everything immediately goes to my manager instead of to me and I also have Pinterest and like Chani and my meditation apps at the front of my screen as opposed to my social media apps. I don't have Twitter on my phone anymore because I found that every time I would go on Twitter, I would mostly be sad afterwards. So if I do want to go on Twitter, like to look at what people are saying about housewives or whatever, I have to do it on my iPad or on my computer, which I think has been, a, it wasn't intentional. It's just because I couldn't log into it when I got my new phone, but whatever. I think it's a really good way to actually like minimize your digital like consumption. So I have Instagram, TikTok, and like Pinterest on my phone, which I've turned my Instagram and my TikTok into really positive places for me. So on my Instagram, I mute everyone immediately the second they bother me. Another dating tip, guys, is to mute the guys that you are talking to and because you'll see that they're watching your story, which I can't believe I've entered like the era of like checking which guys watch my story, but it's so embarrassing. Um, but like, um, you, and you don't watch their story, I feel like it's a power move. I don't know. I don't know if I'll keep that in, but it's the reality of what I've been doing. Anyway, I mute everybody who pisses me off. I mute everybody who I don't care about. I have on the Two Collective Instagram, that's really where I scroll, and that's where I follow everyone who inspires me and has like the life that I want. So when I'm scrolling through Instagram, it's something that's inspiring, not something that's annoying. 
And same with TikTok. I have a burner account that has all my favorite accounts that I follow because my For You page on my regular account is like so messed up. I don't even know what's on there. And it's just inspiring so that when I'm consuming content, none of it is going to put me in a bad mood or comparison mood. It's just going to put me in an inspired mood. Next up is my calendar. Come on, girl. You already know about my calendar. It's crazy. It's crazy. But being able to have a strong system for the way that I run my life on a daily and weekly basis, as in using the Google Calendar every single week to plan my week, using the Google Tasks feature to plan my tasks and be able to check them off every so often, putting my emails into tasks, blah, blah, blah. You can watch my video on TikTok and on YouTube about this if you want to know more. That has been such a game changer for me. So however you do this, whether it's on paper or Notion or Outlook, whatever it is, getting this system in place is going to help you run your life so much better and it's really helped me with my glow up. Next up is my dental care routine. Yeah, mm-hmm. dental care and I should also say skincare and body care. These are things that I always wanted to be really good at, but in reality, I got really lazy. But this year, I feel like I really stepped it up with them by doing habit stacking, which I'll talk about in the next one. But this is something that was really important to me because I had a lot of cavities in like 2019, and then I got Invisalign in 2020, and that's when I started really caring about dental health. And now I have a whole five-step routine, okay? So I, in the morning, tongue scrape, use a Philips Sonicare to brush my teeth, with, uh, and then I do water floss and regular floss and I do mouthwash. And then at night, obviously I have my retainer. This is so elite, I feel like, because nobody takes care of their teeth like they should. And honestly, like I feel so proud of myself every time I do this whole routine and it makes me feel like a real adult. And that's the same with my skincare routine, which changes every so often. You can go to my Instagram if you wanna see more about it. That's something that's like crucial, you know what I mean? So. 100% whatever it is that you want to step it up with and like my body care is what's next for me because I have really bad like body dark marks that really bother me so that's something I want to work on in 2024 all these things what you just need to do is create habits and what I do is put a post-it up in my bathroom of the way that I want to like run my skincare routine or my dental care routine until it becomes something that I consistently do on a daily or weekly basis. So I have like my exfoliation routine or whatever on my like mirror so that I don't forget. And that's really helpful for me. Which leads me to my next point, which is habit stacking. So I practice habit stacking in the nighttime with my closing shift routine. So every night at 8.45 p.m. I have an Alexa reminder go off that says do a closing shift. Now, do I do this every night? No, because I'm not always home at 8.45 every single night but it reminds me and gives me a little guilt trip to actually do it. And the closing shift routine is cleaning up the apartment, putting everything away, packing my lunch and my bag for the next day, and then getting to the place where I shower, brush my teeth, choose my outfit for the next day, and look at my schedule. This isn't something I do every night, and when I don't do it, the next day is always a disaster. So by using something as simple as an Alexa that's gonna tell me what I need to do every single day or like guilt trip me a little bit into reminding myself what I need to do, that's something that has really helped me because it's like, it's in the background and every night I'm usually distracted. I'm, ne I'm always surprised every time I get the reminder. I'm not like always, it's like, oh, I gotta take care of myself. I gotta set myself up for success tomorrow because if I don't do this thing, I am guaranteed to have a frantic morning 
or a stress dream so I don't sleep well that night, etc., etc. So that's why it's so crucial to have something or some sort of reminder that's gonna help you cultivate what you need to do. And maybe that's a morning routine reminder or maybe that's a reminder. I also have reminders on there that are to take my supplements. Um, I've been using Bento, by the way, for my supplements, which has been so nice, um, especially because I did all my hormone balancing and stuff and they come in these little packets that you can take when you travel etc etc it's a woman-owned company and it's based here in philadelphia i have a code for you guys for 20 percent off if you want they were actually my first brand deal i ever got so three years later to be working with them again is great i'm not working with them on this podcast but i'm just telling you because it's what i do every day and i take them with me everywhere bento i take my vitamins um, i have a reminder to take my medicine reminders to call the doctor every like quarter so that i can remember to do those things this is so crucial for you because it's so important for us to remember to take care of ourselves and you can't just expect your mind to do it on autopilot. You have to have some sort of like external factors that are going to keep you in line and for me, it's my little reminders. Um, and that's how I do my habit stacking. Like when I brush my teeth, I naturally gravitate towards my closet because I know that when I brush my teeth at night, I need to choose my outfit for the next day so that I can wake up and go. All right, the next few things are, I think I'll combine the next two into like the music and books that have really helped me. So one, while I've been going through my breakup, I have not been consuming a ton of content. While I was in a relationship, I was always consuming self-help and self-improvement content, which was really fun. But now that I'm single, because I was processing all the emotions of my breakup, I could not consume anything that was going to tell me what I needed to do or how to be a better person. Like, I simply just needed to exist and feel my feelings. And music really helps me feel my feelings. So I listened to a lot of SZA, a lot of Beyonce, some Miley Cyrus. I love Miley Cyrus, guys. Isn't that off-brand? Um, all these different things. And I had more fun. I went out more. This is like a sort of a tangent, but I think that obviously a lot of my brand has been about like putting yourself first by like sort of self-isolating and taking care of yourself by self doing self-reflection, which is very important. I still need time alone and time to self-reflect and journal and process what's going on. But when going through a breakup that was so massive, like six years of my life, there was no way I could just process that by like journaling it out one day. Like it took a lot and sometimes that meant numbing, sometimes that meant dropping the ball. A lot of times it meant dropping the ball. Sometimes it meant going out and getting super drunk. A lot of times it meant that. <laughs> Y'all, if you guys follow me on TikTok, you've seen me. Like I've been going out multiple times a week and it's been so fun. And this goes back to the episode I did recently, the four types of rest, where Sometimes rest is staying home and journaling and doing your meditation in your bath, which is what I did on like Monday night. And sometimes it's going crazy on a girl's trip or sometimes it's going out and talking to a random guy at a bar and deciding that like that's what you're going to do for the night. This like life cannot just be spent in your apartment journaling to figure things out. You have to go out and experience things and connect with people and go through the roller coaster of emotions that we all are meant to experience in order to get the full experience. So that's what I, that's like, I guess that's my little sermon for the moment. But some books that did help me throughout this process, I'll go to what I've listened to on Audible. Over the past like few months, 
I like I said I haven't been able to like really take in a lot but throughout the year I listened to you can heal your life by Louise Hay which I really liked um, start with why which really helped me with my business the perfectionist guide to losing control you guys I've talked about that multiple times on the show it's so crucial I might even listen to it again over winter break Conscious luck, which was great for like lucky girl syndrome behavior, which I am the luckiest girl in the world. I genuinely am. And I think this book helped me realize why. Like, I feel like I've I've had so much beauty and greatness and opportunity come to me, even though I've come from really like statistically a place where none of that should have happened. And I'm just so grateful. And so every day I try to remind myself, and probably this will be my last tip, um, because I don't have any other books that I really want to push. My last tip is being present. Every day I wake up and I remind myself, and especially, this has really helped being at Wharton because at Wharton, like, I objectively will never have my first semester at Wharton again. I will, next year, when all these parties come out or it's time to do all these things, I'll have done it before. And so I remind myself every day, I will never have this day again. I'll never have these experiences again. And the emotions I'm experiencing today will never happen again whether they're good or bad so there's no point in rushing through it i am meant to experience all of it so i need to just be here and be be and be real and be now and that has been a really helpful thing and it's helped me enjoy the last few months even though there's the sting of a relationship ending the overwhelm of learning all of these things in the classroom and adjusting to this new lifestyle the the frustration of all the different obligations and management and emails and all of that, all of that's been there. But every day I have this probably delusional, but very, very helpful mindset of I'll never be here again. So I may as well enjoy it where I'm at. And everything happens for a reason. Everything's happening for my highest good. So I'm just going to roll with the punches every day. And I hope that that's helpful for you. So I think that's where I'm going to leave it today. I love you guys so, so, so much. Don't forget to shop for your little robes so that when you are home and journaling through all your feelings after getting blackout the night before, which I don't endorse, although I do do it occasionally, don't endorse it, and experiencing all the ups and downs of life that you can reflect in a comfortable, comfortable place. So I love you so much. Please, if you love this episode, make sure to subscribe, to leave a rating and a review. It means a lot and really helps the show grow. Share this with a friend. Share it on Instagram. I love hearing your guys' thoughts. And tag me or DM me anything that you have. I'm at Alexis Barber. And this show and the robes can be found at Two Collective. So love you guys the most. And don't forget, you're too smart to not love yourself.